Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. The cost of living, as you'll know, has produced huge pressures on many people and in turn on organisations that help those people. Ashling Lowe is chair of the Meath Food Bank, which is finding itself increasingly stretched. Ashling, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. How are you? Could you give us some uh, way of indicating how the situation has got worse in terms of the amount of people you have to help? Well, we have we have a lot of new service users. We had our our usual service users, but now um definitely the amount of people using our service has increased over the past couple of months. We've seen it, you know. Um and it's just we're it's costing us at least um one thousand five hundred a week to keep the food in the food bank through donation. Mm. And we rely like on the general public for donations of food and we rely on people, you know, like businesses and, and different organizations to uh donate to the food bank to keep our shelves full so we can help families that are in need, you know, and impo- impoverished mm. at present. And um, the cost of living has hit a lot of families really hard. I don't think families really realised how hard it was going to hit them, you know. Yeah. And now that now they're seeing, you know, the wood from the trees, as it were, that it's most certainly hitting their families really hard. Yeah. And, you and know, and it's a, a lot of stress on, on families. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can only imagine what that's like. The, the uh, You said, now, obviously, you're getting lots of um, um, donations from companies and the like, local businesses, but that say that 1500 a week, do you have to actually get 50, you know, you have to get that in money every week. That must be a bit of a stress. In money for, plus, like, we have overheads, we have a rent pay and, you know, all that type of thing for the food bank. And then, you know, we are a registered charity. Um, so yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard to get get the you know people will donate vouchers for food, which is fantastic. But we restock the whole food bank ourselves, myself and the volunteers. We do maybe twenty to thirty trolleys of shopping every week. All the hampers are kind of set and fixed that everybody gets the same, mm. you know, in equal amounts enough to do a family, you know, especially with children, you know infants that need nappies and baby milk and baby food, you name it, you know, we, we try to cover all that area, you know. And uh, I mean, apart from an enormous amount of shopping you have to do, how do you, how do you get the hampers to people? Do they come and get them or do you? No, them? no, we, we deliver because our service is confidential. So we deliver, we have volunteers who deliver to, um, the people who need so when they ask on the day they get help on the day that's if we have food left yeah crikey now the 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 new service users you're getting are predominantly are they are they working are they uh, in receipt of social welfare or you know do you have a kind of sense of what kind of circumstances they're in life it's different it's a mixed bag really you know it could be um people who um, aren't able to work uh, due to illness or whatever. And then there's families working 
working families who are just not making it because of um, private rents and private rent increases, plus the cost of living, and um, plus all of their bills. And if it's two two parents working, um, there is a cut-off point with the back-to-school allowance. So a lot of them families wouldn't have been entitled. It could be maybe €20 Euros over or a tenner over and they won't make it to, to, you know, get their back to school allowance. So I understand there's an awful amount of families and they are under severe pressure and we totally get that, you know. I suppose, and and the the new people you're encountering must be perhaps totally surprised to find themselves in this situation. Well, they don't, they don't, they've never had to ask for, for, for this help before, ever, ever, you know. So we totally understand, we totally get that, you know, that, that there is people, you know, and like that, my volunteers are just, they're, they're absolutely phenomenal. They're amazing people. They use their own time, their own petrol money, everything to make sure that, that there's no family that goes without cross-county needs, mm. you know. And, like, they take, they take, the, the, sometimes they take, go over and above what a volunteer should do, you know. Yeah. Um, especially if they see a family that's really in a severe, dire straits situation, they'll come back to me and we'll confidentially talk about that family and say, okay, well, maybe they should be on our list for the next couple of weeks till they get back on their feet, you know? Yeah. And it's not about handing out free food to anybody. It's about helping people to get them back up and going again, do you know, um, to get themselves back up and on their feet again. You know, it's not about handouts or free food. It's about helping families, you know, no, of um, course, and and you know, does does it happen, Ashling? Where like, in, in the course of a week, you might run out of food. That that you. That oh God, yeah, we've we've run out. Last week, we've run we ran out about four or five times. Oh God! And the week before that, it was worse. The week before that, so mm. yeah, we're looking after maybe sixty to seventy families plus a week. Some of those people, then, that must be. Scary for them, frustrating for them, and uh, you know, Very. as I understand it, sometimes y- you might get the sharp edge of someone's tongue who, who don't yeah. just quite appreciate how hard you and your team are working. Yeah, it's just it's very hard to explain to people, you know, that sorry, we have run out of food and we won't be able to get to you until maybe tomorrow or the next day. But can you please just leave your name and address and your phone number, and we'll get back to you. But then it turns nasty. It's what are we meant to do? And, and I totally get it. I totally get it. But at the end of the day, uh, me, my volunteers, we're all human beings, and we can't we can't tolerate abuse on the phone either. Mm. You know, because like that, me, my volunteers, we don't get paid for the work we're doing. We're just volunteers. So like that to have to sit and, and, and to be abused on the phone when there's nothing it's out of our range it's out of our power it's out of our control there's nothing we can do do you know only try and assist when when we can you know mm. but we do we, we we did have in the past couple of weeks some nasty nasty calls 
and there's just no need for it. Like, I mean, we're all human beings at the end of the day. Um, I suffered mental health issues over the past year and it's been a rough road for me. And I, you know, to, you know, people need to be more mindful about who's answering on the other end of the phone. Yeah. Um, and there's a way to ask for help, not to be abrupt, not to be rude, not to be cruel, you know, with name calling and things when you can't help, oh, you know. God. So I'm I'm just, I'm asking people when you are asking for help with the food bank, we are here to help, but we can only help if we have it ourselves because at the moment, our donations are not coming in as regular as they used to be. And um, like that, some weeks here, it's like the loaves and the fishes. And I'm trying to make one little bit of food spread between like a lot of people. So it's just to have patience with us and not to be rude to us on the phone, you know, and just to have the patience. We'll get to you when we can. But if we don't have it on the day, it's out of our power, you know. Yeah. Yeah, indeed, and and I, I suppose, and that's not to excuse uh, any of that behaviour at all, but it just kind of, I suppose, demonstrates just how bad things are getting. Well, yeah, it is. It's, I, I don't think people realise it's, it's only the tip of the iceberg. It's going to get a whole lot worse. Ashling, uh, um, thanks very much for um, talking with us today and uh, you take care of yourself uh, uh, as well. Uh, that was uh, Ashling Lowe there, chairperson of the Meath Food Bank. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. TV on the radio. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.